0: that yes, we're going to fail sometimes. Despite that you're going to lose out sometimes some battles, you have to continuously fight and not give up. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah, with Rabbi Farah and Prisman. This week, Parshas Vayishlach, the fight of life. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha Parshas, Vayishlach, I would like to share with you a Moritike idea, some deep concepts that I saw and heard by Rav Zev Lef. And Yurt will connect it with the story to another topic in this week's Parsha. So we all know there's a famous episode where Yaakov finds himself him with the angel and he was fighting off the angel. As it says in Perek base, Pasuk Kaf The question I want to Raise over here are two questions, two main questions. Question number one. It's very interesting that the angel at the end said, From now on, your name will not only be Yaakov, but it'll also be soil. Why? Imelokim. You were able to fight off the angel. You were fighting with the angel, and hence that will be your name. That means that his name is based on the action of fighting. What is it? and we know Klali is called Amistraal based on this. That means that there has to be something very intrinsic about this whole idea of fighting off and going to challenges and fighting. What is that, Yesoid? What is that concept? And why is it so imperative that at Kedekach, all of Am Yisrael are, are called by this name? Question number two. Who was this angel? Well, it seems to be that there is a lot of inconsistencies in Chazal because Midrash Rabbah, as Rashi brings down, we know that this angel was Sarosh al Esav, also known as the, the Satan himself. On the other hand, if you look in the Yalkut Shimoni, he says this angel was Mikhail. So what's going on? To make things even more convoluted, the Rashbam over here on this Pasuk says that the angel stopped Yaakov from running away. There was an angel that stopped Yaakov from running away to ensure that he doesn't run away from Esav. And yeah, don't worry. Hashem promised you everything will be okay. You go and confront Esav. Don't, don't run away. So how, is there a way to make all these Midrashim stim together? And perhaps there's different perspectives over here we, that we're able to learn from them different things, but they're not necessarily in concepts contradictory. In order to try to reach some answers over here, we have to go back to the drawing board and see how the Torah, what is the Torah view about challenges and struggles and fighting? So if we look, once again, in the Mesilla Sisharim, he clearly says that all this world is one big fight, one big challenge. Why? Because that was the way it was meant to be. HaKadosh Buhu put us in this world and we know that the purpose in this world is to earn Olam ba HaKadosh wanted us to feel like we earn it and hence we had to go through this world in order to achieve the world to come. But how do we do that? HaKadosh Buhu put two forces which seem to be totally contradictory. The neshama, the spiritual neshama within the physical body. And that is the main fight we always are fighting and have this ma'avak, midi, continuous fighting between the spiritual side and the physical side. And every time we win with our spiritual side, then we get closer to Kadushbuchu and we earn a bigger chalik in Oilamaba. And that's the whole idea of the, what we're here for. Because every time we step up to the plate and fight off the Yetzirah, we reach a higher level in the ladder of life. And that's what we're here for. And that's HaKadosh Bukhu being native to us. And that's exactly why when after Yaakov had such a difficult life, he had so many challenges. He had the challenge that Asa was running after him, the life he had in Levant that always tried to trick him. Then he had the whole story with his daughter Dina. And then his wife Rachel passed away suddenly. So finally he wanted a life of more on his level tranquility. V'yeshiv Yaakov Akadishbuhu said, no way, tzaddikim, that's the worst thing for a tzaddik, for anyone it's the worst thing, kol for a tzaddik, because not only are they going to get their reward in the world to come, they want to have a tranquility, a life of tranquility over here, that's not what it's meant for, they have to continuously fight, step up to the plate, have challenges, and through the challenges they grow, and even if you have a break in challenges, then you have to work on yourself and, and bring your own challenges to ensure you continue growing. And of course, Yaakov was on a high level, but on his level, HaKadosh Buhu felt that he was trying to take a break and just, as they say, take time out. And that is not what we're here for. This is the famous concept of Adam La Amal Yulad, that we're here for, for work, for fighting, for growing. Famous Midrash says that from this, from this struggle between Yaakov and the angel, the dust went all the way up to the Kise HaKavud of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which by saying that, that represents that it's going to have a major effect on the spiritual DNA of the world. Because that is how Hashem created the world, for us to be able to fight off the, the, any challenges we have with the Yetzirah to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now we are ready to answer one of the questions we raised Who was this angel? There are more Chazals that say that at some point the angel seemed to be in disguise, looked like a robber. And sometimes he looked like a Talmud Chacham. What's going on? Perhaps we can explain everything Rav Zevlev wants to say as follows. These, these, the angels are always coming to help us. Sometimes it has to be in disguise of a Michael, a Talmud Chacham, someone coming to help us. And yes, it might mean pushing us to fight because we're trying to run away from from struggles, from challenges. But that is Gufa, how we grow in life. And that's what happened with the Talmud Chacham. That's what happened. That's represented and symbolized by the Talmud Chacham. And that's what happened with Mikhail. He told Yaakov, no, you have to fight. Don't worry. Hashem promised you you'll be okay. But you have to fight. You can't just sit down and do nothing. You have to step up to the plate and take the challenge and fight the evil forces. Yetzer and that, of course, was in favor of Yaakov. And even the Satan himself, that angel is also in favor of Yaakov because he's showing him that yes, indeed you do have to fight. You have to fight me. But through fighting me, you'll appreciate what life is all about. And once the angel does that, everything is Retzon Hashem. Both, from both perspectives is Retzon Hashem because through the these challenges, a person gets closer to HaKadosh Buchu and, and uh, even... When the Satan fights, it's to ensure we fight back and we appreciate that this is what life is all about. And it's a continuous challenge and we're meant to grow through those challenges. Even Yaakov at the end realized that because at the end he wouldn't let the angel go. He wanted to continue fighting because he realized it's for his best and that's what life is all about. And where do we get this strength for? Where do we get the strength from to continuously fight the Yetzirah and by that getting close to Kodesh and hopefully also achieve the big Chelik in Oilamaba? That of course comes from the Torah. As we know, Chazal teaches us that there's a huge Yetzirah in the world, but there's also a Tavlin, a spice to fight it off, and that's the Torah. Why is it called a Tavlin, a spice? Because we're not totally shutting down the Yetzirah, we're using the Yetzir to do it's own Hashem. And that's also and Bechol Levavecha. We have to work Hashem with both hearts, also Yetzir And that's why it's the be, best adjective to call it like a tavlin, a spice. You put it on something that, that's not so good and it changes it to become good. And ya- Yaakov Avinu is the best personification for that. Because he represents Torah. Yes, he took that Torah with him to fight all the challenges he had in life. The Midrash Tanchoma over here says that the angel didn't understand how Yaakov had the ability to continuously fight for so long. And hence, he tried to hurt him exactly in the hip joint. We know the Gid Anashe. Why? Because that symbolizes the difference between angels and people. Angels never sit down. They're always on the go. They're always standing. Whereas people, when they go through Challenges, sometimes they have to take a break because they failed and they sit down. But Yaakov continued fighting. Even after the angel hit him and he wanted to make sure, who is this? Is this an angel as well? Is Yaakov an angel? And then he realized he's not an angel. And despite the fact that he was limping, he still continued to fight. And that is the biggest lesson over here. That yes, we're going to fail sometimes. And that's why our, your name will be Yaakov sometimes still. But it's also a struggle. Despite that you're going to lose out sometimes some battles... You have to continuously fight and not give up. Once I mentioned this famous marshal in the Russian army when they tried to see who's fitting to be in the army. They put tons of armor on them that weighed five times their weight on a huge wild horse and they wanted to see what? Not if he falls or not. It was obvious everyone's going to fall. The question is how quickly is he going to go back up on the horse or is he going to give up? And that's exactly the challenge we have in life. Are we going to Chas be depressed, and yes, sit down, or are we going to try to be like angels as much as we can and continue walking in the path of life, continuing battling and stepping up to the plate with the challenges that the Yetzirah gives us, which we know is only for our best to get close to the Baruch Hu, and achieve Oilam That's exactly the opposite of being in a depression. A person in depression doesn't want to wake up, just stays in his bed, does nothing. And we're coming to Puke from that. With that, we've answered our other question. That yes, there sometimes is a Mikhail that helps us and pushes us to fight when we need to. And sometimes it's like a Talmud chacham that helps us to do the right thing and pushes us to do the right thing. And sometimes it comes about in the fact that we have to fight off the Yetzirah, the, the Satan himself. Elu veilu divrei lokim chaim. It's different perspectives at looking what's happening. The Chinuch explains that this mitzvah because of Yaakov being wounded in the Gid HaNashe, which is translated to as the sciatic nerve, it represents this idea, yes, sometimes we're going to fail, it's going to happen. But we shouldn't give up, just like Yaakov didn't give up. And as Hazal teaches at the end what came out, he went limping. And then the sun came, which represents Olam Abba, Mashiach, and it healed him. So too the same is going to be in Olam we're too are going to be healed in the sense that we're going to get a chalik in Olam Abba. And everything will end up being, and we'll see why everything was worth it. So even though it seems like things are sometimes difficult, but really it's through that difficulty that we're going to be able to grow, get oil and and get closer to HaKadosh And therefore we should embrace the challenge and be happy with half-challenges. Ad Kedekach, Rav Dessler says that the word ra, which represents evil, bad, spelt up the other way is er, awakens us up to get close to the and stand to the plate. It's through those challenges that we grow. And therefore they're a necessity for us. And it's through the things that seem difficult in life at the end we grow through them. And they are our saviors. Eretzono will be able to step up to the plate at all times and fight, continuously fight off the making our neshama win over our physical body, and elevate the physical body to become also more spiritual, as the Ramchal always speaks about. I want to end up with a story. Today, literally half an hour ago, I was sitting with a very special Bachor in the yeshiva I teach. He asked me not to say his last name. His first name is Yaakov. ironically. And in his life, he had all kinds of challenges, and as he said to me, he reached to a certain degree rock bottom until there was a major turning point in his life two years ago. He went with his family to the beach and he went fishing with his father and his uh, couple of siblings. And he's going to the beach and it was a crazy day in the beach, There was he went to, to fishing so it wasn't really a, pro, a proper beach, there was no lifeguard, nothing. And there was another family, a father and two kids, there. Now he went as deep as he could so that he could go fishing. And because the tide was in, he could go pretty deep in a certain area. And suddenly, to make a long story short, he realizes that the two kids of this father drift away. And the father's up to his waist in water. And it seemed like he didn't know how to swim. And he's looking at this... Bacher, Yaakov, and, he, and he's trying with his eyes to sim, s- signal to him, please help me. But it was a crazy day. The waves were really high. No one dared to go in. There weren't so many people. Only he could really do anything. Meanwhile, Rabbi Yaakov's father was there in the back screaming, don't go in. Whatever you do, don't go in. And he told me his father never screams. Never. Everything was benachas. This, only time, this is the only time he heard him scream. He really didn't know what to do, because it seemed like it was gonna be literally game over for these two kids. He looks from the corner of his eye, he sees sees this rubber little kid's boat, you know, those rafts that they, they have. He ran to get it without asking permission. He took it, he looked at his father, his father didn't know what to say, he didn't say anything. So he felt that that was in a way that he gave him his approval now. He ran into the crazy waters, and he told me at the time, I didn't know how I was able to do it. I didn't think I have enough strength to do this. So I'll keep it short and maybe another time we'll say all the incredible details. But it ended up being huge Seyat Dishmaya. Even though he went all the way, he got the two kids, he put them on the raft. Some guy then came to help him. He brought them back. Then again, one kid fell and went back, started crying. He literally saved their lives, these two kids and their father, who be big he didn't even realize but the father also got drafted drifted away and he had to go and save him and then and at the point when finally he got them back then they came all the Hatsala and rescue people came and and, and revived them and helped them out and took them and Bo Hashem he saved their lives he didn't even he doesn't even know who these people are and when he got back to shore because there was a lot of rocks there was a rocky area he was bleeding everywhere, he had cuts everywhere. But at the end of the day, he said it's the adrenaline, which by the way is another Nekud of what we spoke about. The fact that HaKadosh Buhu created such a, such a thing to occur in the world, adrenaline, that it gives you Koychois, to do things you wouldn't even imagine you're able to do. That's what he felt at the time. But the biggest win over here was what, that number one, he realized the Hasadim that Hashem did for him. A, for him to have this opportunity to do, to to save people's lives. um, He was so happy, it gave him such a good feeling. And he worked really hard for it, it wasn't easy for him. He didn't even know if he could make it. His parents, his mother was crying the whole time, seeing everything that was happening. He didn't do it for COVID, he did it because he wanted to help another Jew. But the biggest win over here was, at the end, he felt like a totally different person. He left all the shtusim that he was doing, smoking this and that and whatnot, without getting into details and it was the biggest turning point in his life this is two years ago and he now sits, learns and you could talk to him he's a totally different person not that I knew him then I only was introduced to him today but I thought it was Mishamayim that I have to share this story with you we see from here two things number one, the Chassadi Maha gives us all the time especially to those people that were saved and they put Yaakov over there exactly at the right time and number two, that it's through the challenge that he grew. It's this challenge that he had, that he had to make a split decision if to go try and save these people. And he decided to, yes, I'm going to fight it off. I'm going to fight off the Yitzchakim, I'm going to try to save these people because it's the biggest mitzvah ever and I want to help them out. And so we see through this amazing true story how not only did HaKadosh Bukhu give him chasadim to, be, to have this opportunity to save people's lives, but also the ability to do it and it's through this chesed that Hashem did with him and with also that family that was saved that he totally was able to pick himself up and change his whole life 180 degrees around we come to this Havana that life is all about fighting to beat our yitzrar, to let our spiritual side win over the physical, and by that, achieving Olam in closeness to Kaddosh which, as we all know, that is what life is all about. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, And don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.